Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 139, Oil and Carbon Deposits. How can oil influence carbon deposits? Uh, again, this is going to be kind of a quick one, a little bit technical, but not too bad. And but I, it, I felt like it was some good information. Uh, again, this is going to be an article from a trade magazine. This one is called Underhood Service. Uh, the uh, author is Andrew Markell. And um, there's a couple of webs. Uh, excuse me. There's a couple of podcasts you may want to check out that I've done previously that kind of you know, uh, sort of cue in with this one as well, where there's, there's more, uh, more information, different information, but just kind of, if you want to do some more checking, uh, and getting, you know, some more info, this is, this is stuff I've talked about in the past. One would be to check out episode number 136, which was not done that long ago called carbon calamities. The other one is episode 128, which is direct injection and turbocharging. Uh, again, I talk about and elaborate more about, you know, the issue with carbon deposits and oil for that matter and, and kind of what what can or, or should be done about it. So uh, you may want to check that out. So a um, couple quick commercials. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. Uh, also, I've got a um, uh, well, the main distributor of this podcast, which is podbean.com. If you go to that website and then do a search for Brad Kyle's MotorWorks podcast, you'll come to the main homepage for this podcast. Upper right-hand corner, there's a link for Become a Patron. Uh, if you want to uh, help support the podcast and, and donate, I would appreciate it. I'm asking for $5 a month. You can do less, you can do more, or not do it at all. Uh, but the benefit of, of uh, subscribing is I have taken about 12 to 15 of the previous podcasts and put them, they're only available as per subscription, okay? Now, you can do an ongoing where it's month by month uh, or month to month. You can do a one-time subscription and download what you want and uh, and then not not subscribe anymore. It's up to you. Uh, but I've, I've taken some specific podcasts from the past that if you apply the information that I provide in those I know there's no doubt in my mind you could save thousands, if not maybe even tens of thousands of dollars in your automotive ownership life, so to speak. And uh, probably you'll help reducing a lot of, of frustration, too, in regards to, you know, car repair and, and things like that. So uh, I really i have taken the ones that I feel that are, you know, potentially most uh, money benefit to you and made them available as subscription only. So check that out. And in the meantime, we'll let's go get going on this one. So again, oil and carbon deposits, how oil can influence carbon deposits. In many late model cars and SUVs, the base 1.4 liter engine is able to make 20% more power with 20% less di- displacement than bigger engines from a decade ago. Gains in power and fuel economy have been largely realized due to direct injection and turbocharging. But making more power with less displacement puts more stress on the engine. The extra stress has caused engines to evolve and experience problems like carbon deposits. The oil in the crankcase of a direct fuel injected engine or turbocharged engine can make a huge difference in the health and performance of the engine. The right oil can reduce carbon deposits. The wrong oil, oil, well, 
Many manufacturers have recommended specific oil grades that meet proprietary requirements in recent years. These should not be ignored if you are changing the oil on a direct injection or turbocharged engine. The oil is not magic. Oil is a mixture of additives and base stock, components tuned for specific characteristics. For modern engines, the two most important characteristics are volatility in the crankcase and what happens if the oil is burned in the combustion chamber. Oil volatility. One of the earliest oil tests was the NOAC test. The test involves heating a sample of oil and measuring what is left over. The more sludge or carbon that is left over, the higher the volatility number. Most conventional oils have high volatility numbers, meaning it vaporizes more quickly when exposed to heat. The high number means that, oil that, means that the oil can become thicker over time and won't lubricate as well. It also means that there is a greater volume of oil vapor that the PCV system has to process. These vapors can be loaded with hydrocarbons and stick to the intake valves, causing a carbon deposit problem. Synthetic oils have much lower oil volatility, reducing the amount of oil vapor and the possibility of carbon deposits forming on the intake valves, piston crown, or intake manifold. What's in the oil? When a piston travels up and down in the cylinder, oil is splashed onto the walls of the cylinder. Although the majority of the oil is scraped away from the walls by the oil control piston ring, some oil remains in the small crosshatch finish of the walls. Also, the oil can become trapped in the compression rings. The oil can be burned in the combustion chamber or catalytic converter. The smaller the droplets of oil, the greater the chance it will be burned. The larger the droplet or volume of oil, the greater the chance the oil could add energy to the combustion process that ignite at the wrong time. The oil can also cause carbon deposits. Oil trapped in the rings and on the walls can act like diesel fuel that ignites when compressed. Also, think of hot spots in the combustion chamber as glow plugs. If the right conditions exist, the burning of the oil can occur long before top dead center. This phenomenon is called pre-ignition and it can cause cylinder pressure to spike. Pre-ignition and the resulting ignition spike can cause misfires and even damage to the pistons, connecting rod, and crankshaft. Again, this is something I talk about in those two other article or uh, episodes I talked about. I elaborate on that quite a bit. So that is something if you want to find out more about that. It's what's called low-speed pre-ignition. Okay, and I, again, I've done some specific uh, episodes about that, so you can get definitely get some more information. So okay, back to the article. A direct injected engine increases the chances of pre-ignition because of elevated compression ratios and leaner air-fuel ratios that make for higher combustion temperatures. The other factor is how late model engines are managed or tuned. Modern engines are designed to make most of their power at lower engine speeds. At these lower crankshaft speeds, the engine uses less air and requires less fuel. That is also the sweet spot for pre-ignition. GM calls it low-speed pre-ignition, or LSPI. There we are. Additives in the oil can cause pre-ignition or at least increase the probability of an event. What some, companies are, excuse me, what some oil companies are reporting is that oils with high levels of certain detergents promote LSPI. Some detergents and friction modifiers can help prevent LSPI. GF6 oils help to address this problem. Many automakers, including GM, have introduced new oil standards. Again, that's a new standard, GF6. And I, again, I <clears throat> excuse me, 
I talk about that in some of those previous episodes I was mentioning. So, uh, And finally, soot. On some gasoline direct injection engines, the amount of soot generated by the combustion process is greater than with port injected engines. This is due to how fuel droplets burn inside the combustion chamber. These soot particles can find their way into the engine oil. While one soot particle will not cause wear, clumps of soot particles will cause abrasive wear. Additives in the oil can keep the soot particles in suspension so they can't clump together. Soot can also cause oil to sludge. More advanced engine technology is coming to your shop soon. Variable displacement, compound turbochargers, and hybrid port directed fuel systems are on the roads. New technologies are able to make more power out of a, out of a pre- pre- precisely measured amount of fuel and air. These changes mean more stress and the possibility of car carbon deposits, and engine damage. So as we move forward, that's that's the end of the article. As we move forward with, you know, these different technologies, there certainly are a lot of benefits, but there's also, whether they be unforeseen uh, downsides or issues or maybe things they realized would happen, but they felt the benefits outweighed the the cost factor, so to speak. But, um, you know, some engines are definitely developing uh, carbon buildup very quickly. I don't see it so much of a really big problem with BMWs. The biggest thing that I certainly recommend to people is to have the oil changed more often than what BMW says, which is my my advice is is at 5,000 mile intervals. And obviously, it's extremely extremely important. And this would be true of any engine and car manufacturer that you use the proper oil for that car and for that engine. Okay. Uh, car engines have become very oil specific. I mean, that's kind of what that they're alluding to in this article is that, you know, engine car, engine manufacturers and car manufacturers uh, run their engines through specific tests and stuff, and they will figure out what, uh, what properties the oil has to have. And then of course, they've got to find an oil out there that meets those properties. Okay. Cause car manufacturers certainly don't make oil. It's so, They've got to go out and find out something that, you know, find something that works for them and for their particular engine applications. So anyway, that's the end of this one. Uh, hopefully it gave you some kind of insight into what's going on out there. And, um, you know, it's always a ever-changing target, but, um, you know, life goes on. So hope you found it interesting. Uh, again, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And again, if you you know want to take the time, check out that the webpage I talked about, the Brad Kyle's Motorworks podcast webpage, and uh, we'd appreciate it if you were willing to make a donation and and uh, help out the cause and keeps me properly trained and I can keep doing this. So, and you get some good information out of it. So, appreciate your time, appreciate you listening. Hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.